Hey, it's Kyle Meredith, host of the Kyle Meredith with podcast, presented by WFPK at WFPK.org and the Consequence Podcast Network. It's a series that puts the spotlight on iconic musicians and actors, inviting them to drop by and talk about their latest projects, whether it's albums, TV shows, films, or beyond. I'm going to say something I don't want to say. Here it goes. Without Spinal Tap, there is no Tenacious D. Whoa. <laughs> Man. We get great stories and the biggest scoops from people like Garbage's Shirley Manson, the 1975's Maddie Healy, Jack Black and Kyle Gass of Tenacious D, Maya Hawk, Kiefer Sutherland, and everyone in between. New episodes arrive every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. You can find Kyle Meredith with on the Consequence Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Consequence Podcast Network. Music festival fans know, is it about the lineup? Is it about the vibe? Is it about the experience? If it's about the lineup, do you know how deep do you go? Is it the headliners? Is it the second level? How deep do you go? We're going to talk about that and more on this week's The What Podcast, but we're also going to do it the way we started back in the day with a little Bonnaroolette. Let's go. podcast i'm barry that's lord taco and with us brian stone how are you guys doing well doing good i'm so excited i'm so happy about this we're having we're gonna have a lot of fun today we're gonna bring back one of my favorite bits on the show bonnaroolette we're gonna play that in a little bit brian it's gonna be a little bit new to you um but it helps kind of ground this whole show. The reason we started this show back in 2018, we didn't think the lineup was full of a lot of bands that we were familiar with. So we thought, how can we make ourselves familiar with acts that are on the lineup and have some fun with it? And my co-host at the time, Brad Steiner, came up with Bonnaroolette. We spin the wheel. We land on an act that we've never heard of. And then we go do a little research. So... That's what we're going to do today. Yeah. It's and a lot for, of fun, right? For the first 10 years of this festival or so, maybe closer to 10 and, you know, a decade and a half, I knew so much of every lineup. And then that's probably about the time frame for uh, 17, 16, or, well, maybe 16, 17, 18. It was like, okay, now I'm getting older. <laughs> now I don't know what all this stuff is. And um, it's gotten more and more that way. That's not, that's just the evolution of, of the music industry and where the festival is. So 
it has been uh, it's been fun to uh, to take a little bit of a I won't say deep dive, but a little bit of a shallow end wading pool, uh, wading in the in the waters. Yeah, and to me, that's been the transition, probably at the core of why we like this festival and festivals in general. And 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 I'm I'm old. We're going to get into that in a minute. But to me, it's the discovery. That's the thing that this festival has changed changed about music is used to be you know if if you didn't know who the band was you didn't go you wouldn't buy a ticket you wouldn't spend the money and now Mm -hmm. it's like man i want to go come i want to go find somebody i've never heard of Mm -hmm. right and that's the big thing so uh just real quick uh a little bit about all of us uh part of the fun because if you're New to this show and you're new to the festival, I assume you have no clue why you should care. Um, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong. Russ, Russ with the bus, he will park his VW Westphalia anywhere, anytime, anyhow, doesn't care. That's right. right. Russ is the easiest going guy. I'm in it right now. Shows up on Tuesday, yeah, yeah shows up on a Tuesday at, on the farm in Manchester. He records Dunkey. the damn podcast in it. <laughs> for crying it doesn't out care loud. who's on the lineup, right? No, really don't. And I think one year, yeah. maybe I've, I've always thought about this. How long can you really physically stay there on the farm? At what point do they just come up to you and be like, it's time to leave? Because, you know, we always stay till Monday, or at least I do. Uh, what if you stayed till Tuesday? What if you well, stayed till Well, if you Wednesday? don't know the answer to this, nobody I don't does. but i kind of want to find out like just maybe we, hit the stopwatch and then just wait and see how long until somebody you know picking up trash or something comes by and is like dude what are you doing here or you know it's time to leave yeah, like we joked we joked last year you're like uh i'll, I'll lock up it, yeah yeah i'll mm-hmm. close the gate yeah i'll turn the lights <laughs> out don't worry i got it i'll turn the lights <laughs> out Russ is an easy get along guy. Brian is the guy that if Eddie Vedder isn't playing, he ain't going. He uh, will also sit in a car <laughs> and listen to Pearl Jam while Paul McCartney's playing. Well, that's uh, a little bit of hyperbole, but you're not, you're not far <laughs> off. There was the year that I sat in the car listening to the shins for like five hours a day. And then once the shin show was there on Sunday, I was like, yeah, I'm done. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Brian will go on a walkabout and uh, miss the miss the music. I'm the guy that'll be like, I'm gonna go see it and walk by, and then think uh, I've got a comfortable chair back at camp, so I'm gonna go sit in camp. So, but we're all veterans of Bonnaroo. Uh, been there. I've been there since the beginning. Missed three or four years. Uh, Brian, you've been there every year. Russ, you started in 2018. So we're big-time fans of this festival. Um, We have different tastes, um, and that's part of the fun. But we love everything about it, right? I mean, Yeah, and what I like about this idea for the show today, which, again, I know you guys have done in the past. I've I've always been a semi-contributor and lurker to the show, so I'm I'm familiar with it. But what I like about it is is that – Bonnaroo has always been known for since the jump of, of the music discovery. And I'm not that big on going to see music that I've never heard before. I'm just, right. I'm just not that I, I I'm maybe call that stubborn, whatever the word would be. Hey, you got to go see this band. They're great. And I'm like, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> great. I'm, I'm sure you can say that about everybody here right now. 
if I'm not familiar with it, then I'm not generally going to be as interested in seeing it. Now that's not been true in every single instance of my life, but most of the time, but give me a taste, give me a dose. And then you might've hooked me. And um, that's what something like this really helps with. Yeah. And I think that's a great point. And that's, again, it goes back to what I'm saying that, that there are different types of fans. Do you go because so and your favorite band is on the lineup or do you go because like I, I've said it a hundred times, my new favorite band on Sunday morning when we're cleaning the house is Bahamas. I had no okay. clue who yeah. Bahamas was. I wouldn't know the name if it wasn't for Bahamas. I know. Walked up on that, uh, literally walked up and just fell in love with his music and came home and that's what I listened to on Sunday morning. <laughs> it, it's mellow. It's nice. Had no clue. Right. What are, you, what are you laughing at Russ? Just, you know, you remember the, I don't know. I don't know the band, but just to your point, you know, if, even if you're not familiar with who they are, you might just walk up, you know, you know, that there's some reason that somebody decided to put them on a stage at Bonnaroo and whether it's Great your taste point. or not, you know, that there's, there's a reason, you know, yeah, Warren Treaty. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many that I can reel off bands that I'd never heard of, no clue that are now, you know, go-tos for me. And and that's that to me is the value of this festival and any festival. I mean, I I want to see the bands that I'm familiar with. I want to see my favorites. The it, you know, I mentioned Paul McCartney obviously. You know, that was the seminal seminal moment in my life. Um but I love the Bahamas, the show just as much because I didn't see that coming, mm -hmm. you know, and it's become a go-to. So, so that's kind of the point of this, um, this show, this Bonnaroo-let, which again, give full credit to Brad Steiner for coming up with it. I think it's a great title and a great bit, whatever. So um, just to explain, we don't have copyright. So we can't play the music. So we're going to spin a wheel and we're going to land on, we, we all sort of picked a bunch of names of acts that we'd never heard of. Right. Yep. On purpose. Uh, that's the whole point. I mean, I'm, no point in doing red hot chili peppers. We know what red hot chili peppers <laughs> are and yep. whoever. So we, we picked a bunch of names that we've never heard of. And uh, we're going to land on it. There's a lot to choose from this year. A lot. Sure uh, that's a great point. That's why we wanted to bring mm -hmm. this back. Perfect that's timing. why we started this in 2018. Um, <laughs> Brad and I were sitting in a in a restaurant at lunch and like, I, have, I don't know, 80% of the bands on this lineup. <laughs> and this year is probably the same. So um, I think we're going to do it a couple of times, right? Not just today. We may do it again couple of weeks from now or whatever because yeah, there's, there's, there's plenty so much that we yeah there's know. plenty to pick from saving money on exterior wall lights now at menards find your style with patriot lighting exterior lights enhance the look of your home choose from over 50 options from patriot lighting now through may 19th get ten dollars instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of 100 or more on in stock outdoor wall lights check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on menards.com save big money at menards all right so here we go uh Russ, you're going to spin the wheel and we're going to see where it lands. Mm -hmm. And then 
we're going to, uh, in theory, go away and listen to this music, and then we're going to come back and talk about it. I don't know any other way to do it. Do you? Best way to do it. Right. Yeah. Here. Spin the wheel, Spin, Ross. Spin, Spin the it. wheel. All right. <laughs> All right, and landed on geese. Geese. What do you guys know about geese? Geese. Oh, what a great place to start. So you're telling me this is not <laughs> goose? No. And no. funny thing Go about ahead, that, there, there are two different bands called Goose. And I know this because I tried to get them. If you guys will remember back during the pandemic when Bonnaroo did the uh, digital show, mm-hmm. Goose crushed yeah, that was a standout was act absolutely crushed and i reached out to get them on our show well there's a band in europe called goose not the same <laughs> well I got, an, I got an email back where anyway. where we're starting there with with goose i'm glad we or geese um geese. and then bringing up goose to begin with is because my first thought was well there's already a ridiculously stupid band named goose <laughs> Do we really need to have a band called the plur- Geese? <laughs> um, clearly, somebody thought that was a, a, a good idea. Experimental rock out of Orange County. Um, first impressions are, are solid. Uh, I don't know where they are in the lineup, but it's got to be. Uh, yeah, they're on Thursday. 818,000 listens on a uh, monthly listens on uh, Spotify, which if you didn't know any better, you think that sounds like a lot, mm-hmm. not compared to most anybody we're going to be potentially talking about right. today. Uh, so right. they are still a very up and coming band and uh, roll and Barry, you'll appreciate this. This is why I was hoping we would uh, eventually get to this. Rolling stone is quoted as saying, you can hear New York city guitar, zone out zen masters like television and then yeah. and then had like three or four other 80s 70s 80s and uh, punk and uh inspired bands that's yep you know rolling stone said that you know not yep. me or i'm glad best, you i'm not, glad you mentioned that and yeah. uh because it's a it's a great opportunity for me to completely name drop see the poster behind me frank zappa that I was do. given to me by None other than Richard Lloyd, the guitar player for television. Oh wow! Who now lives here here in our fair city, in Chattanooga? So I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, that uh, that should draw attention to a lot of people. I mean, anybody that gets compared to television draws my attention. Yeah, I mean, not 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 many people of certain younger ages are going to have heard of that band, but anybody who is, you know, middle aged and above that yeah, Marky, has any interest in in in, in experimental punk yeah transitional Marky, rock punk they're familiar right. with the band television and so that's uh that that's pretty cool they played coachella last year uh geese did and so they are orange county so that's easy pickings for for coachella to choose from but yeah. uh, so they're they're that resume is slowly building and with a thursday slot that's what that's for and you never know. Maybe Geese and Goose will be the headline uh, co-bill act of 2026. You know, we'll see. 
My, you know, when you're when you're saying that, so television, Marquee Moon is, I think, coming up on an anniversary. Uh, I know Rhino is going to re- re-release. That's television's album um, that's, you know, literally changed music a bit. Um, the point being, I think you said it earlier, Brian, we kind of have to trust Brian and Stephen who book Bonnaroo. They, they know what they're doing, mm-hmm. right? That's, again, goes back to, you know, I've never heard of them, but these guys have. So, you know, maybe not my taste, maybe not my thing. And we're going to get into that again as we go through this. Well, and I think the festival as a whole and, and it's, you know, over all the years and all the sh- uh, shows recently, we've talked about the changes. One thing that's never really changed is that if you paid attention at all, if you're a regular, if you're just wearing a one-off or um, industry types like like we all have been, the trust factor was the biggest thing from the yeah, jump exactly. from the jump point, and and it they gained it so quickly. And then when they when they went away from the jam thing and, and transitioned, a lot of people lost a lot of trust. A lot of those originals. And but they quickly built that right back up in a different way, and yeah. trust has always been a factor. And and if if you don't trust what they're doing, you just don't like this kind of stuff, right? Like so they they layer it right. You guys have done shows discussing the entire philosophy for how this is done. Um, if you missed that episode, that's a great uh, rundown look at how this is strategically done. And if they think it's a good idea, it probably is. Yeah, no, that's my point. And and Brian and Steven, uh, just to bring it around, those are the guys with uh, AC Entertainment now, C3 Presents, Live Nation. They've been booking this band, this festival forever, and uh, it's not an accident. Um, it they they don't book bands, and you can go back to our episodes and and Taco, you can put the link in. Mm-hmm. It's not an accident. They work year round. They work years in advance. You know, they're already thinking about who they might book two years from now. So, yeah, it's, it's really it's pretty, not, pretty fascinating process. It's, I think um, it's amazing that and they're that, good at it. That um, Coachella, I'm sure, has the same formula to a certain degree. Other long term festivals worldwide, uh, like Glastonbury and places like that, I think they probably have similar philosophies and um to find these bands which we a lot of us would consider niche that are not they're a little bit more than niche it's just because you haven't heard of them you think oh that's just some niche band that you know only a select few like yeah, well, yeah we talk- i don't know let's look at the numbers on spotify it shows it's more yeah yeah exactly it's not just because they got 55 bazillion it's how does it fit in the the lane as we talk about how yeah. does this band fit with the the ones before them and the one after the one after Brian Benson, Steve Green uh, are the two that we're talking about. All right, so let's go. We ready to spin the wheel again? Let's spin, spin it. the wheel. Half Moon Run. Never heard of. Sounds like a trail race uh, coming up this <laughs> week on Lookout Mountain, right? <laughs> it does. Uh, yeah, what's or the benefit? It's some, the kind charity. Of ro- some kind of road race mm-hmm. uh, downtown. A lot of runners right. around here for those of you who aren't local. But 
I got to be honest with this one. I listened to uh, I listened to them and immediately hated it. <laughs> uh, hated it. I don't know if I'm going to go so far to say hate, but uh, it didn't jump off the page of anything that I was going to be probably enamored with for any length of time. The only I quick thoughts when I did just a quick who is this band? There are three piece uh, Canadians. They're out of Montreal. Yep. yep. And you know, you always wonder, just because you have th- a three-piece band, where does all this come? Where do all these sounds come from? Sometimes, especially Nashville, you know, the Nashville-based music scene, you got a three-piece band, but you got like fifteen people behind you, studio musicians playing to make all those sounds. So I'm not sure how Half Moon Run does it, but there's a lot of sound, and I don't mean noise in a bad way. There's a lot of noise. It's 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 very blended. And with only three guys doing it, excuse me if there's a if there might be a female member in the in the band, but uh, a lot of sounds from just three people from Montreal. Well, my I've got notes. Um, my first thought was they take themselves way too seriously. It was just too precious, and so much so that precious. Precious. I like that. I know, right? Precious. That that goes back. Uh, I, I did an interview with uh, um, Glenn Tilbrick from Squeeze, and I was like, "What happened after you guys, you know, wrote those hits?" And he said, "Every word became too precious," and I've never forgotten <laughs> that. So that was my immediate reaction, and so I felt bad at my reaction. So I went back and I listened again. I don't hate it it's good. It's, it's not my thing. And, and maybe it was just, um, that initial reaction, um, was good stuff, but I get what you're, 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 I get what you're saying. It's uh, a lot of, no, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, Um, exactly. Music that's not designed and curated for the general public is complicated. And it's not a listen to it once or twice and like, oh, I got it. I get this. Yeah. You've it's you've gotta give it a few spins. Sometimes that's what annoys me with you know a lot of indie stuff. And and that's just that's what makes it great to to the people who love it, is that it's not that. And that's why I like a lot of that stuff too. But it's real easy to be like, all right, yeah, I don't know about this one. Um, but mean, my first thought it. was I don't love it either. Uh, one, <laughs> one, 1.1 million monthly listeners on Spotify. So, um, somebody likes it. That's a, yeah. I mean, that's a pretty good number for a band who is on uh, Friday all the way down in the bottom line of Friday. So, you know, they're going to be on this or that tent at like noon or something yeah. like that on a Friday um, well, you know, you know, that, you sometimes know, that, uh, bands that you listen to their studio stuff, they sound completely different live. And if it's just a three piece, maybe it's just the three of them on stage. Maybe it's maybe it's a different uh, maybe it's a different outcome when it's just played live. And they might loop some of that stuff with the the bands mm-hmm. that loop so much these days, which I am a fan of. I think the looping technology of which is not like a new way of, of, of making music but it's still only done by a select few it's a very difficult thing to do maybe they loop some stuff too so it i do believe based on the way that it sounds that watching it live could bring out a completely different sometimes thought it does, yeah. process yeah very well could be and you know i've said this many many times i'm i'm only recently a lyrics guy <laughs> 
I was always about the hook. I mean, my whole really my whole oh god, I, just recently, yeah. huh? Six seven years. Man, yeah. I've I've always been. That's been a big part with me, and I think part of it is because I'm such a bad poet. Like I, songwriting, which I believe is just a version of poetry. I'm 100%. not. I'm, yep. I'm not. I'm not good at it. And when I find, when I hear it, when I see it, it it, it really it it it's oh, always man. been something big for me. My whole life, I could I could. <sighs> I could probably go through my whole life and tell you the songs that I love and could never, could not tell you what they're about. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's well, I'm not trying to be pretentious about it. Like I've got the meaning no, no, of life no, out of every it. song. Uh, so Van Halen's jump. Did, uh, did you like it at first and then realize it was the worst lyrics ever? Yeah. <laughs> or I, I, the better example is, uh, scissors sisters, scissors sisters. I think a uh, whole new way of loving you. I recommended my daughter when she was in high school that she should play that as part of her soccer team's warm up music. And she was like, Good God, do you know what that's about? <laughs> there there's some good TikTok like, accounts. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> there's some good TikTok accounts where it's like somebody or listening to some songs like, Hey, I want to show you kids my what I used to listen to, and then they play the lyrics and he's like, Oh no, turn it off, turn it off. <laughs> I can't give you a good example, but it's like a song about suicide or something. And it's like the whole time he's been humming along, like, you know, he's going to a family picnic. (laughs) (laughs) So I I get that. I I totally get that. It it, it is remarkable to me, too, though, Barry, to speak to the uh, lyrics and whether they mean something or not. It's like Afternoon Delight. I'll still listen. I'll still listen. (laughs) I'll listen to songs that I've known for 30 years and then for some reason run across the lyrics while I'm looking. I'm like, oh. Yeah, that's what they're saying, <laughs> and I don't mean like "excuse me" while I kiss this guy kind yeah, of stuff. Exactly. I mean, not like misheard. Like, yeah, I know. I thought they were saying something totally different for thirty years, and um, so anyway, yeah, no. So my point being, I I, I did not dive deep enough into uh, this th- their music to know that you know maybe why it resonates with so many millions of people. I just know when I first heard it, I thought, oh, that's just a little too precious. And then I went back and and I liked it. So I get it. So, all right, what's the next one? Let's do it one. Let's do it a couple more times. Spin the wheel. This is maybe one of my favorite band names and God love bands. I can't imagine the challenge of trying to come up with a band name, but cigarettes after sex. <laughs> I was hoping that's where yeah. we were landing next. That's pretty funny. That's a I mean, great, I... great <laughs> band name. And I, on on my podcast um, over the years, I haven't done it in a while. It's not really a bit bit, but a a I can't remember what I call it. The Brian Stone. Uh, Band naming institute of technology. Like, come to me. I will help you make a better band name than geese, you know, or something (laughs) like that. It's all a joke. I I can't come up with a better band name, but there are so many stupid, bad band names. And in my experience into into the last 15, 20 years of, of, of technology innovation, if you don't have an easily searchable band name, I don't know who your artist management is. I don't know who's advising you, but like 
you man, that's just a recipe to never be found uh, as the, the, the ocean that the internet is, but cigarettes after sex, I it's mean, it's, yeah. it's a little, it's a little provocative. It's a, it's a little like, what is that? You know, the 1980s moms would be like, Oh, Oh no. <laughs> but it, I think Are they it, upset I think it, about the sex part of the cigarette? I, I don't. <laughs> they don't know. They don't know what they're mad about. Um, right, I think it's right. a brilliant brand name. Me too. Uh, I band think it's name. hilarious. But we talked about this before. We've had bands like you know they picked the a name and um and we're like, are you happy with that? And they're like, eh, we thought it was a one off. You know, and it stuck. I can't think of who, Russ. I mean, I've I'm talked sure to can... so many bands that yeah. have that same story. That is a very typical story. Is like, it's not yeah. what we planned on, but eventually that's just what happened. And once once you get any recognition at all, you don't really want to change it unless you've got, no. like, Diarrhea Planet from Nashville. <laughs> diarrhea Planet, Nashville Pussy. You can never put that in the paper. What are you doing? You can't put that. I know, right? What, what are, are you are doing? You... <laughs> exactly. And Diarrhea Planet had a big, a, a good career. They had a, the reunion at Bonnaroo, I believe, just last year. They, they had a, a remarkable run, and they would play Chattanooga here in little rinky-dinky shows 15 years ago, and I and I never got to meet the guys, and I didn't want to insult them as just some guy at the show, but I'm like, what in yeah. the hell is the matter with you? And you also don't want to pick a name that you have to explain yeah. over and over and over. Like, uh, even my morning jacket, I've seen interviews with those guys where, you know, dumb doofuses like me in the media are like, <laughs> where'd you get that name? And I'm like, really? Again? We got well, <laughs> I mean, if you're going to name yourself something, especially the three word thing, which started in the, probably in the night. Well, I don't know. Three dog night. It probably started in the fifties, whenever it started that three name thing. Sometimes it's like, if you're going to name yourself something a little bit, uh, well, yeah. mysterious. You're going to get yeah. asked dumb questions like, "What is my morning jacket? Did you have a jacket? Did you wear it in the morning? I mean, did you? The Beatles, was it ironic because you wore it in the evening? Yeah, are you the Beatles because of the crickets, Buddy Holly? You know, it's funny <laughs> yeah. and beat. You know, B B E A T. So yeah, you got to be very careful about picking. But uh, um, yeah, you know, we talked huge. About- we'll get back to cigarettes after sex. We- They're good. They're monsters. Yeah, they are like really it. popular. I had no clue. Yeah. Of anybody we've even threw out there as suggestions to look at for 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 today, as we continue to dig towards the bottom of the of the list, they're not towards the bottom. But none of us had heard of them, or at least weren't familiar, other than maybe heard that name. Just heard the name. They've got six, seven times more the monthly listeners on Spotify than anybody else would will be talking about on this show in this capacity. Almost twenty five million monthly listeners um which is nothing i mean that i mean that i mean that excuse me that is everything that is huge it's a lot of uh, cigarettes and a lot of sex a, a, a lot of sex well, and cigarettes I, that's what i was getting ready to ask what do you what do the what do the fans call them i mean that's a good question do, do you say we're gonna go see cigarettes after sex or like you got like what's, what's the way they yeah. are yeah, what's the short yeah exactly C-A-S. i got i'm i got nothing cigs who knows yeah yeah, you going to the Sig show? I got, I don't know. I don't know. It's anyway. very sleepy. Um, it's very trance inducing. Almost a. Um, I was try- I was thinking of this last night and I wondered if it would go over well depending on on the demographic of the listeners. But it's it's almost like a cross between War on Drugs and Old Mazzy Star okay. from the 
from the 1990s. It's got that kind of just wait, we're just listening to the, you know, I mean, it, that, that, I don't mean bad, good. I'm just saying no. it's uh, tran tranquility all, everywhere, dreamlike sequence style stuff. Um, I first heard one of their songs on TikTok. Heavenly is the name of it. And it is since on my Spotify list. I love it. I love, love, love it. But I could totally see someone saying, man, did I come here to take a nap? I mean, <laughs> is this is this the field where I have enough room to lay down and snooze for? And I, I literally don't mean that joking, like, because oftentimes no, people no, find no. times I mean, to take naps. Mm -hmm. Kind of the first three bands that we talked about are a little bit that way. Is that is that a thing this year? Or is are the sleepy bands a thing? I know there's some a bunch of EDM. I mean, is am I reading too much? But maybe not. Maybe not. I mean, I'm on. You know, I talk about it a lot here locally. That pains my soul. Rock and roll. Oh, hundred dead. It's 100%. dead. I mean, just good old fashioned rock and roll is is still got its niche. That's where we're at. It's niche. I love good rock and roll. Well, then you're in. You know, you're in that corner over there, buddy. And mm -hmm. that sucks. So maybe because like the war on drugs are not. I mean, they're a rock band. Barely. I mean, they they really are a sleepy band that I happen to love. But um, yeah, I think that might be a little bit of a trend. We'll see as we I, I'm, I'm a long ways away from knowing for sure. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's spin it again. All right, another one that I've never heard of, and I hope I'm saying it right, Tizo Touchdown. Yeah, that's how clue? I read it. Y'all have a clue about this? I thought it was a typo at first. <laughs> <laughs> I think the whole lineup looks like that. I know. Who's typing this thing out? I, re I think I remember in 20 – it's funny you say that, 2018, Brad and I – we. We, we did this show i was like i was so afraid to say names because i was gonna get them wrong <laughs> yeah i do that all all the time i'm terrible at that and this and, is a little more uh urban ED, it, I, well, I wouldn't say edm it's rap it's right? rap it's uh he's if i remember right i didn't um i was just glancing a minute ago 23 24 25 young guy has been featured on tyler the creator Yep. Uh, music with Tyler the Creator. He's been featured with Travis Scott, um, who I think is uh, some of the worst rap ever, but most people disagree. And then he's been featured with Drake, and that's not. I mean, that's 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 it's not that's a top of the list uh, of that kind of stuff. That's huge. Um, it is for almost five million uh, listeners a month on Spotify. A quick like categorization was alt hip hop, rap rock. I yeah. didn't hear that when I did a quick listen. I I would not have thought alt hip hop. Well, maybe I would think alt hip hop, hip hop, but rap rock. I'm not sure. I liked I liked what I heard. I think it modern modern man, um, modern jam. Um, but I also looked up some of the lyrics, and it's kind of one of those. I've wondered when this was going to start happening. Like the lyrics, baby, please get off the gram. I like you better in the stands. I upgrade my only fan. It do or don't need a cam. I wondered when 
things like that were going to start finding their way into lyrics like Instagram and all this stuff. Is it unfair to say that the popularity of like the Megan the Stallions and those types might be bringing a lot of that out? Um, it seems like I've heard that in some of her music that resonates with children. When I say children, I mean like 21 year olds, you know what I mean? Like really young people. Yeah. That yeah, when you're singing, I mean, it's their universe. When you're singing about the gram, <laughs> or it used to be the Insta, you know, I think right. that's like old people talk now, whatever. I mean, Instagram, is it that difficult to say just what it is? But, or IG, um, I think that stuff resonates because you don't have to think about it. You know, we don't, we're not going to have a podcast talking about, I wonder what that song's about. Right. Uh, no, it's their, it's, it's, it's their universe. And, and, knowing full well this is you kids get off my lawn conversation well um, that's this whole show we're, we're, pretty a, show, much. we're, we're a show hosted by middle-aged <laughs> yeah. men who are a little that's bit my, a little bit cooler than the normal middle-aged men we'll just at least say that that's my point and i'm not trying to i mean it is what it is and i, I like i like the music i could listen to his stuff it's just again it goes back to the you know, thing we talked about a minute ago with um, Half Moon Run, you know, um, it doesn't have to connect with me, you know. Yeah. It doesn't. No. It, Matter it, of fact, it, it'd be odd if it did. Correct. Good point. Good point. So I liked it. I liked it. Um, will I go see it? You know, maybe. Um, just because I like kind of checking out what's going on. You know, I have no problem walking up on something and saying that ain't for me, but I get it. Sure. Uh, when I used, you know, when I used to have to review shows for the paper, I only asked two questions. What's the artist trying to do and are they doing it well? And then I was OK. So you, you know at least I mean? you had to understand the basis of where you're coming yeah. from. I get that. Yeah, it doesn't have to be for me. Um, yeah, and of course, the, but I like the schedule's it. not, not out this yet. Isn't. Some of this may to be dependent on schedule. If there's a conflict, you know, somebody else may win out. But if it's a slot where, yeah, it's midday and you're, you know, you've got nothing else to do, yeah, we could walk over there and check it out. I'm all about mm -hmm. it. I'm all about it. And um, like <laughs> I've told this story many times, um, our friend Mike Dewar and uh, Denson in Camp Nutbutter, you know, when EDM and the, the other, when they really switched over to EDM, Mike was like, I don't get it, man. What's with the EDM? Does it have a beginning, a middle, and an end? <laughs> and I'm like, that's a great question. <laughs> doesn't feel like the it. The answer's no. doesn't yeah. feel like it. So it was like 2 in the morning. He said, I, I said, come on, we got to go listen. And we walked over, and, you know, kids are in their uh, rabbit suits and running around, and I'm listening. I like it. And they're looking, the kids are looking over their shoulder at us. And I thought, well, they think we're cool. And then I realized they thought no, we were yeah, yeah. <laughs> They think you're, here, they to, they think you're here to cause trouble. Uh, <laughs> Old guys. But, yeah, uh, I mean, the, the EDM evolution has, has been such an interesting thing to watch because it's been happening since the 90s. Rave culture became big then. Um, I never really was involved with any of that. I wanted to be when I was quite young because I wanted to be rebellious and that's what people were doing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had parental supervision just enough not to let me do those things. And then by the time I got old enough 
to make those decisions for myself. I had long realized my life for the thrill kill cult kids right. out there. If you're right. probably not familiar with that band, but they, I would bet would be, uh, many EDM acts would say that thrill kill cult would be, you know, probably top of their legendary list of that kind of music, drugs and wild noise. I mean, I hate to be so simplistic about it uh, and, and, and try to corner. I don't want, you know, EDM fans, uh, jam band fans don't like being cornered as just stoner uh, drug users who go sure. listen to not cause mm-hmm. I'm a jam band guy. So I don't mean to do that, but sorry, that's kind of what a lot of it is. And and also jam band community. Sorry. That's what a lot of it is, but boy, it's popular. So. No, I, I, I think I remember telling Dewar Mike at that time, and they, you know, their parents hate it. So it's, it's their thing. I mean, <laughs> their it, parents really hate it. <laughs> right. And that's the reason. So, all right. One more time. Let's do one more spin it. Spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. Oh, this will be fun. Neil Francis. Which one? Which one? <laughs> Which one? This is this is pretty wild. Yeah. Isn't this fun? I don't know. I, I have to believe Stephen again, going back to Brian Benson and Stephen. God love him. This is genius. They had to know, you know, it didn't accidentally oh, fall this, this way. This is no <laughs> mistake. <It's> hilarious. <laughs> there are two. Neil Francis is. I'm not even going to try to write it. So we're going to talk about both of them, but kudos to those guys for booking Neil Francis and Neil Francis. <laughs> so what do we think? Well, I'll start with, um, first of all, I quickly did a search because I was trying to figure out the most popular, like famous Neils, how they spell their names. And it, it quickly from Neil deGrasse Tyson to Neil Armstrong to Neil Young. They all spell it N-E-I-L. Uh, the first one that I, I'm going to, to reference is Neil N-E-A-L. And I didn't quickly see a famous name that spelled his name that way. Not that I that looks odd to me or anything. But N-E-A-L, Francis, with the... It says outside, that's a Thursday performance uh, night. It says Neil Francis... And then apostrophe, so uh, possessive of Francis comes alive, which is <laughs> which that's nice. pretty that's pretty neat. I like nice. that yeah, play yeah, on uh, Frampton. So Frampton comes Frampton, alive, Francis. Yeah, yeah. And when I quickly did a, a listen, and this was a very quick listen, I love it. Yeah. I love the Neil Francis. The first two <laughs> songs, I was like, this "Can't is stop me. the rain." Uh, yeah, can't stop the rain. Not and the it, and peoples, not the David Ruffin. I can't stop the rain, Tom. Because I had to when I saw that title, I was like, uh, I'm familiar. Yeah, can't not stop the, the rain. Uh, this time, and then changes parts one and two yep. were the first, the most popular listens, and that's where I started. And I was just immediately hooked because it, it it did have that rock and roll yeah. boom, just kind of get you. I I man. If I didn't have plans on Thursday, which this year I will be there Thursday because I want to see what Pretty Lights on the main stage is mm-hmm. just to see what that looks like. That's like the I've skipped Thursday in the last couple of years. I won't be skipping Thursday because of Pretty Lights Good. in particular. But Neil Francis, Francis Comes Alive in two minutes. 
you got a new you got a new fan. But yeah. he's still very much on the up and comer. One hundred fifty two thousand listeners a month. That's not a whole lot. Again, relative, but to a lot of these that we're talking about, I'll just start there. I love Neil Francis N E A L. I'm with you, a hundred percent, a hundred percent, and that's that's what we love about Thursday, and that's what we love about Bonnie Roulette. Well, that's Would've where I never. Found- that's where I found Courtney Barnett in 2015. Absolutely. That was Speaking of best. our buddy Brad, uh, uh, <laughs> founder of the show, he uh, he told me, and and you know Brad, for anybody who's not around, bounce around, doesn't get all the inside joke stuff. I mean, just just murders me on a regular basis for all this stuff that he doesn't even believe half of it. It's just it's just <laughs> funny to him. But he knows my taste. He knows yeah. what I like. And he doesn't steer me in a direction um, unless he knows that it's going to be something. And he and he told me that in 2015. Yeah, it was that a, show was amazing. It was a Thursday. It was go to Courtney Barnett. That was that was. And that. I usually roll my eye, whatever, Brad. Yeah. Back then, as my I didn't, you know, not as much these days. And uh, boy, I I've, I've been, I mean, she's the love of my life. Jade Bird and Courtney Love are the loves of my life. Um, but anyway, I'm getting uh, sidetracked. No, as far no, because I, I, I think it's important because that's the point of this show mm-hmm. and that's the point of the festival. Yeah, I mean, you would have never found Courtney Barnett. I, that, no. I'm the same. That that show was was epic. No, just some you know um, young lady playing guitar that's a little noisy at times with kind of a bad haircut. Um, you know, I don't, I probably wouldn't have stopped and, and listened, um, depending on the situation, but it was one of my favorite shows of the last, uh, and it was a Thursday so. list. You're like, I don't care. I don't hey, know, I know anybody on this. I don't, <laughs> I've been drinking all day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. It's Bonnaroo. Yeah. I've already been here for two days. She didn't even have blue exactly. hair. Yeah. <laughs> didn't even have blue hair, not green we, or, or, or orange either. We talk about it to this day, and I, I'm glad you. I'm I'm with you with Neil Francis. I think it's uh, I, my reaction. Uh, you know, um, was the same as yours. Immediate love. Uh, I I love this. So. And so we're talking about Francis with an I, I in the last name Francis, N E A L Francis. But now the other Neil is a DJ. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wasn't nearly as impressed, cared at all uh, about that. Thing. It's not my thing as much. But let's again using Spotify as the barometer. Four million monthly listeners. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. I mean, back to what we're talking about: how uh, of what's popular and what works. And I don't know where this Neil falls. I'll look at it as we talk about it here on the list. But he is not Thursday. It's uh, no. I think it's later. It's, it's, it's like Saturday. Saturday. It's, yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's Saturday. Saturday. They should have put them on so the same maybe, day. Probably a tense. That would have been hilarious. Yeah. Many, maybe Neal shows up on Saturday and plays with Neal, yeah. but I doubt it. See, I don't know. I pulled this Billboard piece about it last <laughs> week, and it was it was uh, really more about just the the fact that the names are that similar. Not as much about the bands having any connection. I don't really think they hardly even. No, no. I think it's just people like us trying to make something Mm -hmm. out of. Yeah. But I I hope, I have to believe Stephen and Brian 
new because I'm going to give them credit because I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I do too. I mean, if nothing else, yeah, I mean, it's something to talk about, and that's 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 half the uh, half the battle sometimes. Well, in the same right. in the same concept, there's two mics this year. There's a mic, and there's a mic with a period. And I don't think they ended up on the wheel. I but... wondered what you were talking about on the thread. We were talking yeah. mics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't see that. Mike yeah. with a period. I see Mike on on Saturday, and you're telling. And there's Mike, Mike period, period on Friday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> what are we doing? I mean, this and this article actually some stuff I already knew. They start talking about how David Bowie changed his name because of the Davy Jones from the Monkees mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Right. And, and right. most people who know rock history are, are aware of that. I did not know that in the '60s there was a band uh, in. Uh, somewhere in England called Nirvana that didn't have any real career, but they did initially use that name. And there was, there was a little bit of struggle on that initially. I'm sure they worked it out legally. I I didn't, I just skimmed through it, but so they were going through and naming over the years, people who had conflicts and the conflict usually was resolved by let's completely change the name of what we're doing Mm -hmm. to not confuse. And it appears We've changed. Speaking of all the change, we've we've moved on into the first quarter of the 21st century into let's not change the name. Let's make it damn near exactly the same, except change one tiny thing (laughs) that that saves us from copyright and trademark. And let's confuse them on purpose. It's almost what it's almost a bit. Yeah. Yeah, Mike. Amper Sam or mm-hmm. something in there, Mike yeah. or Mike. Period. I, I've got to listen to that later on today. It's not on the wheel, but uh, I'll have to listen to it. All right, so good show. That's a lot of fun. Um, we've got tickets to give away. Uh, what I think we want to do is use Bonner Roulette as a method. So. Let me find it again real quick. Um, we're going to do similar to what we did last year. We actually, Taco, who is the our um, our resident uh, nerd, <laughs> sets all this kind of stuff up, and I mean that with love, uh, set us up with a phone number, 423-667-7877, 423-667-7877. Call and tell us which band you think we should check out uh kind of similar to this bonner roulette the whole idea is discovery we're going to do it again because there's a bunch of bands on this yeah i i i I, I actually um when you first mentioned even on the show earlier and as was brought up because i'm i'm still new with you guys on a regular basis and we just i mean we don't make it up as we go but we kind of do and um i was thinking Want to do this again? I mean, I'm not sure we want to do this again. Heck yeah! And the more I, I I look at this, and the more I spend on it, just it wasn't even that long yesterday. I I and I made my playlist. I started my playlist. I'm going to add to it as time goes on. And I started listening to it yesterday. And uh, the cigarettes after sex would pop up. Uh, the beaches were one that um, I was already a little familiar with the name, and I knew that it was music that I'd kind of like. I threw some of that on the playlist, and I had it rolling yesterday. And I was like, man kind of can't wait for june all of a sudden mm-hmm. yeah the day i didn't really care that's, fun. That that's the that's the whole point of the show and, and i'd so, like to keep that 
yeah. keep that going. And until someone makes me do it, <laughs> probably not going to do it. No. So that's the point. So if you're listening and you want to win two tickets with GA uh, Plus. These are going to be GA Plus. Passes, yeah. right? And uh, that comes with, with camping, camping, right? So call that number, 423-667-7877. Tell us which band we should check out. We're not interested. Well, I mean, it's that's so random. I started to say we're not interested in the one we should know about because who, who I mean, knows I what guess we should already you, know about. But we want, it's the do, discovery. But... Yeah, it's the discovery. So tell us about somebody we've maybe never heard of, and we'll put you on the – on the wheel, so to speak. And, uh, and uh, some weeks from now we'll spin the wheel and maybe your name will pop up and you can win two tickets. So um, that's how we're going to yeah. give them. Away. And if you've already got tickets, if you know somebody who wants to go, you know, send this episode to them, share and uh, maybe get them on, on board, you know? Yeah. We'll uh-huh. get that uh, phone number out there too. I love, I love incorporating the, uh, the phone calls. I love incorporating into this kind of medium, into this kind of uh, show idea, other people's yeah. voices, other people's uh, thoughts. And that's, again, I, I, I do want to quickly thank, um, and I went through it and, and, and made a few comments on our last video about the, uh, uh, the vibe of the festival potentially changing with the new ticket oh, yeah, options yeah. of one in two days. And I had asked people to respond, and it I, looks like you uh, more than normal did and uh thank you for that because i mean it was a legitimate question i I mean it's it's nice to have interaction it helps for the show but it was less about that or wasn't at all about that for me i was curious and i still am to know more and more about what you guys think changes for better or worse not the the what stage the that this we all know what those are like we all get the the only question every year is is the witch stage going to be bad this year or not like mm-hmm. everywhere else we know what we're getting ourselves into right uh so the vibe so i, I appreciate anybody who took time out of the yeah day i'm glad you mentioned that because speaking of you know comments and interacting maybe we ought to uh do another live show one day and just take questions and answer in real time you know and and then have that kind of interaction as far as like a live show would go that'd be fun. yeah that'd be fun absolutely so we're going to do that. Uh, what other business, Russ? I know we had a bunch of things that we talked about. Uh, I think we're uh, going to link a Spotify playlist in the description and oh, the show yeah. notes uh, of all these bands that we just yeah, went but- through with Bonner Roulette. So, you know, if, if you want to jump on the discovery with us, you know, you can listen to the playlist and kind of get familiar yourself. I think what we will do along those lines is add to it, maybe. Yes. Because mm-hmm. we could certainly, we've done it in the past where all three of us have created our own playlist. And we can do that and we'll add to it. So it's an ongoing thing as we discover. And as, yeah, things, as people I call in with nice. recommendations, I mean, we can we can definitely add them yeah. to the playlist too. For sure. Yeah. But what I like too is, uh, and Brian, I think and, and you, you get it it's not just listening to the sounds it's doing the research and, and finding out, Oh, these guys are from Canada or these guys are connected to television mm-hmm. or whatever. It That's just gives fun. a, it gives a yeah. little bit more layer to it to me. Yeah, I mean, um, I've got to be talked into some things a lot of the times. And I mean, I'm, you know, we've all dealt with this and bury you the most. Cause you've been in this industry longer than, than any of us. Hey, you got to check this out. 
Mm-hmm. Hey, you got to listen to my friend's band. Yeah. Hey, you got to watch this YouTube. How many times have we all hey, been here? Hey, hey, mm-hmm. ch- check this. Look, right. look at this on my phone. Yeah. Look at this on my phone. Right. No, God, well, that's and, enough. You know, like you, like that, that gets old. But when you start to learn more and you understand more and you layer it more and you know that this band might be from an area you're familiar with or they're compared to a band that you recognize, okay, ding. Yes. I'll, I'll take an extra little glance at that. Yeah, Not sure. just that, but I've said it over and over. Everybody started somewhere. The yeah. Beatles, you know, the Beatles were nobody at some point. Uh, so, you know, don't yeah, you wait. Got- you don't have to wait until, you know, they're suddenly huge to discover a really good band. And that's that that's the point to me. Uh, I, to true. me, it, the to me, the fun part is being like, you know, God dang, I saw those guys when there were 10 of us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's what Bonner has been great at over the years. Yeah, um, what I find interesting, though, this is just a quick side note before we get out of here is uh, and I did put them on my recommendations playlist because I like them. The band Milky Chance, they first played and I think they were pretty brand new around 17, if I remember. And they were on the main. They were on what? And it was an early day, and I, my favorite place in the world is the what stage at four o'clock. <laughs> I mean, I mean the, the the sun killing you. I, take that variable out because that obviously sucks. Yeah. But I mean, just for a music experience, because it's not too crowded. It's the best sounding stage in the world. I always say that. Yeah. I true. I mean, I haven't been to every stage in the world, but I believe it. And they played a four or five o'clock set. It was awesome. And then now I see them like on this year's fr- uh, Sunday second from the bottom so rather than working their way up the set they've they've kind of fallen down um i don't know what that means i just means it's just another way of you know the evolution of ebbs and flows of the music industry so yeah all right guys thank you this has been a lot of fun uh worked out uh better than i hoped and we're gonna do it again and uh Thank you guys for listening. Thanks to Consequence. Like and subscribe and do all that stuff. And call. Call our number and uh, you might win tickets. Please call that number. 423-667-777. Peace. Consequence Podcast Network.